Well, Merry Christmas, church. We're here. It's Christmas, and it's wonderful. I'm so glad it's Christmas. I love everything about this time of the year. I love the traditions. I love the Christmas trees and the lights. I love, I love the gifts. Who likes the gifts? I love the gifts. I love being with family and friends. I love the joy that's all around. I love all the memories. I love hearing the story. I love that reading that we just had from Luke about Mary having a baby and the angels appearing to the shepherds and the sky erupting in joy. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. I don't know about you, but it always makes me think of, of a Charlie Brown Christmas whenever I hear that reading from the King James Version of the Bible, which is what we read tonight. Who else thinks about a Charlie Brown Christmas when you hear that reading, right? I love it. Because Charlie Brown's like, can anybody tell me what Christmas is all about? And that's when Linus says, sure I can. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. And then he goes out on stage and he's like, lights please. And everything dims and the light goes on him. And then he recites that passage from Luke. I love it. Love this time of the year. I love the songs that we get to sing. Christmas carols. There's just something about Christmas carols that just, it just touches my heart. And I'm not talking about grandma got run over by a reindeer. I'm not talking about that one. Does anybody know what that one is? That was a joke, but that was all right. It was, just, it was a very... <laughs> have you all seen the SNL Christmas uh, Mass Spectacular ad? Nobody's seen that either? Okay, never mind. It's all right. <laughs> it's okay. But I love, I, I, I love the Christmas carols. Like, O come all ye faithful in a little town of Bethlehem, away in a manger. I love, I love Silent Night. We just sang one of my favorite carols. It's a little bit weird. The timing's a little bit odd, and I'm sorry about that. But that was the way it was originally written with that extra beat that shouldn't be there, that we all knew it shouldn't be there, but the, but the person that wrote it didn't. And so there's this extra beat. Uh, but Oh Holy Night. It's one of my favorite Christmas carols. And really, because of just one line in it, and it struck me a few years ago. Maybe it struck you too. Listen, it says, Oh Holy Night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of the dear Savior, Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining. And now listen to this. This is the line. Till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. Till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. I love that. Because the soul, that's our heart of hearts. That's the thing that makes us who we are. When Christ appeared on the planet, it was at that moment that the soul our soul, the human soul, felt its worth. When Jesus was born, that was the moment that would let each of us know just how much each of us matters to God. It's an absolutely astounding thing. And so I love this time of year. I love Christmas. I love Christmas. How many of you have ever watched the Antiques Roadshow on PBS? Raise your hand. I need to hear. I need to see. Okay. Okay, it's addicting, isn't it? I mean, if you're not careful when you watch the show, it'll suck you in. And then days, weeks, months of your life have passed you by and you don't know where they went. It's amazing. The thing I love about it is how often I am so wrong about uh, items that don't look like very much to me. I'm so wrong about how much they end up being worth. Like some of them, I mean, it'll just be stupid things that you just think, there's no way this is worth anything, and yet they're worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. I saw this one where this lady brought a table that she had bought at a garage sale 25 years ago for like $30 because she needed a table for this certain part of her house. And it just looked like a beat-up old table to me, hardly worth anything. But to an appraiser, 
with, an, with a trained eye. It turns out it was an original Thomas and, uh, John and Thomas Seymour card table. And guess what? That still means nothing to me. I still don't know what that means. I don't know why that should matter. But to the praiser, to the one who knows about these things, guess what, how much it was worth? $400,000. Oh my goodness. A $30 card table turns into $400,000. I think that's good. But to me, I would have walked right past it, not having any idea how much that garage sale table was worth. Another one that I saw was an old man. He walked in with this blanket. That's all it was. It was a blanket. It had stripes on it. And uh, his father told him that it was a Navajo blanket, but he didn't really know for sure. He didn't know for sure. They just kept it folded up on a shelf in their house. And you should have seen him when the appraiser uh, said that this is, in fact, an original Navajo chief blanket, and the value of it was three hundred fifty dollars to $500,000. A blanket. A blanket. It blew him away. He had no idea how much that blanket w- was worth. I read later about this guy who had lost his leg in an automobile accident and was not able to work anymore. And so he was living off of $900 a month uh, disability check. That's all he was making on a month. And he happened to be watching that very episode with this striped blanket that was worth half a million dollars. And when he saw that blanket, he said it looked a lot like a blanket that he had in one of his closets. And so he took it out and and decided to have that blanket appraised. And the appraiser said it was worth about $100,000 to $200,000. He was like, this is amazing. What a great thing, this blanket. And the man, he started to cry. Long story short, he ended up auctioning it off, and the bidding started at $150,000, then it was three hundred, then it was four fifty, then it was $700,000. By the time the bidding was done, $1.5 million for a blanket with stripes. Does anybody have a blanket with stripes at home? I'm going to go look and find it. He had no idea how, how much that blanket was worth, even though he had had it his whole life. And that's the thing. To people like us, People like you and me, we have no idea how much something might be worth. I mean, we simply don't know. It might, it, to us, it just seems like a piece of junk. But to an appraiser, to a person with a trained eye, a person who knows what he's looking for and knows about these things, who can see the value of a thing, it could be worth a fortune. But even to the appraiser, I mean, the appraiser had appraised that one blanket at maybe $100,000, $200,000. It went for $1.5 million at auction. Even to an appraiser, they might not know exactly how much it's worth because the real test of how much, uh, how much a thing is worth is how much is a buyer willing to spend on it. Isn't that right? That's the real test. What kind of value does the buyer say that that item has? Till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. Till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. Does your soul feel its worth tonight? Do you see how much your soul is worth to God? What a staggering thought that he would come from heaven as a baby to rescue us. That's why we need Christmas. So we can be reminded just how much we are worth to God because we simply have no idea. At Disney, they have a Christmas store. I've told Disney stories the last two Sundays, and I told my congregation, I won't talk about Disney for another year, but I lied. Here I go. I'm talking about Disney again. But it's not on a Sunday. It's Christmas Eve. But they have a, they have a Christmas store at Disney. 
They're open all year round, and it's a Christmas store all year round. They're selling Christmas stuff. And every morning they open, when they open the doors, they actually have a Christmas tree lighting ceremony in the store. Because it's always Christmas in that store. And it does a great business all year round. Because it seems that everybody needs some Christmas in their lives. As a priest, as a pastor, I get, to, I get to be there at the best moments in people's lives. For the birth of a child, for weddings and baptisms, and moments of great joy, celebrations like this. But I've also seen how hard life can be. I've seen how depression can just take over a life and make living seem almost impossible. I've known people who've had to sell everything. They've lost their homes. They've lost almost everything because of financial troubles that they couldn't, that they couldn't really avoid. I've seen bitter divorce, divorces that have just torn families apart and diseases that suddenly strike like cancer and that just seem to take over a life and ruin it. I've known people that have been overcome by alcoholism and just can't break free. I've seen how devastating it is to lose a child and how hard it is to be a parent who's got a sick child, but there's nothing they can do about it. Nothing they can do to make it better. A friend of mine told me how a few years ago he was walking his dog in his neighborhood, and as he rounded the corner, it was, a, it was about November 1st, he was rounding the corner and he saw this guy and he was on a ladder and he was stringing Christmas lights on his, on his house, November 1st. And as, as my friend got closer, he, he kind of yelled up to the guy. He said, I can see you're getting an early start. And the man turned around. And he was silent. He was on the ladder and he was silent for a moment. And he said, yeah. You know, I just, I just need some Christmas. I just need some Christmas. I don't know what that man was going through. I don't know what was happening in his home or in his relationships. Was there a sick child? Had he lost his job? Were he and his wife in a fight? I don't know. But he needed some Christmas. And I know what he means. I know what he means. In this life, with all of its struggles, we all need some Christmas. And not just at Christmas time. We need Christmas all year round. Because Christmas reminds us that there is a God who has not forgotten us. A God who cares deeply about each one of us, a God who came as a child to rescue us and to make us his family, a God who looks at each one of us and says, you have no idea how much you are worth, a God who looks at each one of our souls and says that they are priceless to him, treasures beyond measure. Do you need some Christmas in your life tonight? Do you need some Christmas? The only way, the only way to truly experience Christmas is to open your heart to the Holy Child, to open your heart to Jesus, and to say, I need you. I need you, Lord. I need some Christmas in my life. That's the only way. He is a God who loves you more than you know. So Merry Christmas, everybody. May God bless you in this holy season. And may your soul feel its worth. Amen. Amen.